0: I think the question for Mike and going into his meeting with Amy Adams Strunk this week is going to be how he feels about the future of the franchise, how they're set up, how the front office is set up relative to coaching. All of those things are things that they're going to have to discuss because they reset all that stuff after firing John Robinson a year ago. And remember, Mike Frabel has come up in systems where the head coach had a lot of power. He you know, was drafted by Bill Bill Cowher in Pittsburgh. Obviously played a lot of years here for Bill Belichick. Um, and then worked for Urban Meyer and Bill O'Brien as an assistant coach coming up. So I think those are going to be the questions, how that thing is set up and what the future looks like. The owner absolutely loves him, so I don't think she's going to give him away. But, you know, if it did come to a point where there was some sort of parting, and the Patriots would be near the top of the list and probably near the top of Vrabel's list as well.
1: Albert Breer, the other day on NBC Sports Boston. We played it for you yesterday. Seems relevant now with Mike Vrabel out in Tennessee. As Adam Schefter describes him, he's expected to be a Tier 1 candidate for other head coaching jobs. And as Ian Rappaport says, fair to say, keep an eye on New England and what's next for Bill Belichick. Oh, boy. So a lot going on out there in relation to the Patriots, in relation to mike vrabel what do we think about all of it what do you think about all of it you can dial us up 617-779-7937 i'd say mego we're in the portion of the week now where we could be getting news on bill belichick at any moment so i told you this yesterday ryan stay right around that breaking news sounder because when Rapsheet is saying, keep an eye on New England, Volan's been saying for months, Vrabel is the home run choice here in New England. He's now out there. He's available. You can't drag your feet anymore, Robert. If this is who you want, no more foot dragging. He's out there. Go get him. And I'd imagine the dots get connected to Bill Belichick and his exit relatively soon. Is it News, 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 news. We might be getting, news, news. News, news, news. Might be getting some news. Uh, is it fair to connect those dots?
2: I don't know if it's connecting dots as much as shoes are dropping. So, yeah, one thing can lead to the other. If Rabel shakes loose and that's somebody who I think it is interesting to note had a huge homecoming this season and was up in the owner's box with the crafts and has been linked to them and the possibility of this vacancy that may be coming up this week, next week, who knows, with Bill Belichick out the door. Yes, I think it's fair to connect all those dots. And you can't underplay this news. I was surprised at this because I really, really thought that Tennessee ownership was still bought in on Vrabel. They looked like they had a plan where they were going to keep him around for years. He was going to be a coach that was a a cornerstone of that uh, franchise. But he and that GM were just oil and water. And I think it's, at the very least, an incredible incredibly intriguing possibility for the Crafts now that he's actually free and clear. You don't have to talk about trading for Vrabel now or anything like that. Oh, would you trade a second round pick for Vrabel? No, I don't want to give up draft capital. He's a free agent now. You can go get him.
1: So it's a good point. And we've asked this for weeks because we're ahead of stuff. We asked it yesterday because we're ahead of it. But now he's gone. Now you don't have to trade for him. You know, Breer said in that clip, like, he's not going to go cheaply. Wrong. He's cheap. He's available. You can go get him. So I've said before, I'm not giving up a lot for Vrabel. Arkan, I know you feel this way, too. Does this change your mind? Do you now want him here?
3: No. I still don't. I still am not in a uh, philosophical way am not uh, into the idea of bringing in Mike Vrabel or Gerard Mayo or any other defensive-minded defense-first coach. I just feel like this team in particular has such a problem on offense. Their defense is kind of set. I feel like someone can come in and be okay with this defense. It's pretty much set. There's good players there. I think that you can maybe continue that. You need someone that can fix this offense, and I just don't think he can. I don't think Gerard Mayo can either. I think that that's what they should prioritize, so I'm still out on Vrabel. Whether you have to... Give up draft picks or not. I just don't want
1: them. So I'm with you. Like, I said this yesterday. If you're going to have the stink of Bill on some candidate here, Flores, Mayo, Josh McDaniels, who we're going to get to, uh, that was where we were planning on starting the show. Nothing going on uh, throughout <laughs> the day here today. Uh, so we end up starting with Mike Vrabel instead. We'll get to the news on Josh McDaniels, which admittedly had me a little shook. But I don't want anybody with the stink of Bill on him. No association with Bill. Nobody who knows Bill, worked for Bill, played for Bill. I don't want that. But if that's what's realistic and that's where the crafts are looking, then I'll take Vrabel over all the other options. So I can talk myself into Vrabel. I don't love it. I don't want him here. But it's better than staying the course with Bill. And if you're going into, you know, that pool of candidates who are associated with Bill, then fine.
2: So that would be... Flores. That would be Mayo. Yes. That would be if they brought back McDaniel. Yeah, all the names
1: I just listed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Th- th- it would be those names. So, I think it's fair to connect the dots. Rap Sheet is connecting the dots. Uh, do you think this spells the end for Bill Belichick? 617-779-7937. Arkham, what did you just drop in? I dropped in the
3: uh, DraftKings, and it's only in certain states, but Julian Edlow had this. Uh, there is a Bill Belichick market live on uh, DraftKings right now in certain states. The Chargers are the favorites for him to be coaching week one uh, of next season, ahead of the Patriots, plus 200 for the Chargers, plus 300 for the Patriots. Okay,
1: so that's fair to note. The Patriots are still second on that list, and that's not available in all states, as Arcan just said. I don't
3: know which states it's available in. I'm just reading the tweet.
1: Okay, yeah. it goes Chargers, Patriots, Falcons at plus 500, Commanders plus 650, not the head coach of an NFL team, plus 700, Tennessee, any other team, Carolina, blah, 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 blah. blah. So those are now live. And I do think, again, it's fair to look at these two and say, well, if Rabel's out, he's now available, and now you got to move. So will Robert Kraft move? You know, this has been a discussion we've been having now for weeks and months. Does Robert Kraft have the stones to move on from Bill Belichick? Bill said yesterday, I'm under contract. I'm showing up to work. That's what my dad taught me years ago. Show up to work. Do your job till somebody tells you different. So until someone tells him different, and Tommy Curran wrote about this yesterday at NBC Sports Boston, like if Bill's not working here, it's news to him. Somebody's got to tell him that. Somebody's got to fire him. Somebody's got to say his contract is up. And if Robert Kraft won't do that, then we're going to be stuck in this limbo. And if you really want Vrabel, you can't be stuck in limbo. So if you want to move on from Bill, and I do, and I think he's gone, and I think watching those Sunday reports from Glazer and Schefter and the broadcast on Sunday and Bill's exit, all of it, Bill's answer yesterday, I think it all tells you where it's going. It's heading towards he's gone. You have to act, and you have to act soon. And I'm expecting something, if not by the end of the day today, tomorrow. Like it's going to happen, and it's going to happen quick.
2: I would wager on tomorrow. I do think, uh, just because I feel like that's they're going to have another meeting. That meeting isn't necessarily today, and there could be another meeting after this tomorrow. Can I ask s- s- some news? Can I s- ask s-
1: when you say it's not necessarily today? Is that like Mego hurt a little something, or is that just you don't know?
2: No, I just have a feeling. Okay, but I wouldn't be surprised if that wasn't the original plan and that this accelerates things because Vrabel is definitely a shiny object for the crafts in this whole process. And maybe somebody that they had an eye on, as Ben Volen indicated months ago, months ago, said that would be a home run. But, hey, if it comes down to, to trading draft capital, they didn't really want to go that far when they had dried mayo in the house. Now it's a different game to me. It really is. And when they're looking at this, they will be aware of, hey, is Vegas going to interview Vrabel? Is Washington going to interview Vrabel? He is a quote-unquote
1: tier one candidate, Schefter Yes, Washington's
2: already out there interviewing guys like Slowick, your crush for uh, head coach. I like him. You know, Washington's moving fast, trying to grab all these shiny pieces everywhere. And so I think it accelerates what timeline there was, where a couple days ago I said, I think it's going to be next week that we hear something, maybe Monday, Tuesday. And there's something in the process with Bill. Now it's like, uh, this changes everything to me.
1: So uh, we had a uh, a big question planned on Josh McDaniels, and we'll get into that coming up. But Tommy Curran has a good one uh, on quick slants as well. Uh, given the choice, who would you prefer as Patriots head coach? Uh, more are saying Vrabel than Belichick. 44% say Vrabel, 42 say Bill, 6% say Mayo, 8% say others. So I guess, you know, technically it's still uh, – only forty-two percent saying Belichick, fifty-eight percent not. But but a big chunk of that is Vrabel. Actually, the highest vote in the poll is Vrabel. Is that right? Is that wrong? Do you want him to replace Bill Belichick? I'm already catching flack on the text line three seven ninety three seven. Jones, stop talking like Bill is a disease. You're talking like he's not the greatest coach to ever do it. I just when we're talking about his job security, and if he's back, do we have to do the whole spiel every time? Arcand, yes, we have to stop and every, make a single, to, every single every single time how we talk about him. He's the greatest Bill? of all time. But do we no, have to no, do that? No, you have to
2: say like this. Bill's forgotten more football than I'll ever, ever know.
1: Right. Yeah, that's right. No, emphasis on forgotten it. But so when it comes to like what happens with Bill and his do we have to do that every single time? Like yes. every single time we have to be like he's the greatest coach of all time and you're moving on from No 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 fine. Feel how you want about him. We have to call him Mr. Bell. Is it time to move on? Yeah, that started. Do you have is it time to move on? And if you want Vrabel, you gotta act now. For those forty-four percent who say they want Vrabel, you gotta act now. He's available. He's a tier one candidate. There's a market for him. You gotta go get him. And Rap Sheet connects the Patriots to Mike Vrabel, uh, 617-779-7937. Real quick uh, from Jeff Howe and what he had to report. Uh, The Patriots head coach met with Robert Kraft this week to discuss the direction of the franchise and whether Bill Belichick will continue to be a part of it. Kraft and Bill had an initial discussion on Monday, and the expectation is they'll meet at least once more league sources said. Mego doesn't seem to think that's going to be today. Interesting. Kraft was not expected to reach a decision on Monday, it has not been an announced decision. Perhaps he reached the decision and he's keeping it to himself. But we don't know that yet. How also adds that part of Bill's pitch to save his job could be bringing back Josh McDaniels, which initially scared me very much, Mego. I, I didn't sleep very well last night. I was a little shaken. I was worried about going on Wiggy's cheese wheel there, if we're <laughs> being honest. And so that shook me a little bit. The Vrabel news has me my feet back on the ground. And I expect that Bill will be out. I expect we get the news soon. I do think that's the right decision. Greatest coach, most accomplished coach, whatever he's done. I do think that's the right decision and the right move. Do you trust Robert Kraft to make it? Do you think he will make it? And how do you feel about Mike Vrabel? We'll get to all of that coming up. Along with our big question at 2, do you want Josh McDaniels back with the New England Patriots? Vote now at Jones and Mega. A lot coming up on the show today. I will have Triple Play at 4:45. We have Meg explaining with Megan O'Donnellini at 5:30 and Bet Roulette. Some picks for tonight. Uh, hopefully we do better than my Washington Moneyline pick last night. Ryan's already shaking his head at me. We'll try to right the ship on that one as Michigan uh, ultimately hoist the national trophy, uh, championship trophy last night. Uh, so that's what's coming up on the show. We'll get to your phone calls and the latest on Bill Belichick and Josh McDaniels, a last-ditch plan that we should have known wasn't going to work. That's right after Trending with Christian Arkin.
3: We are back to Jones and Mego
1: on WEDI. Download the Odyssey app
0: and listen on demand anytime. Arthur Blank has been sniffing around Jim Harbaugh and Bill Belichick over the last couple of weeks. That's what caused the rumors to spin. There was a thought maybe that he would hold on to Arthur Smith, and then if he could land one of the big fish, go with them. Um, Otherwise, you know, stick with Arthur Smith. I I think there's been some back-channeling here. Obviously, Tepper has the relationship. I think geography will play into this, but certainly I think that Bill has had his wheels turning.
1: Of course he has. Bill's going to be back-channeling. Bill has a failsafe picked out. I believed that for a long time. You know, Bill Belichick back-channeled his way into this job in the first place. He's going to have himself covered on the way out the door. And so the question is, will Robert Kraft do it? Especially now that a quote-unquote home-run target, according to the Boston Globe, a Tier 1 target, according to Adam Schefter, somebody to keep an eye on, According to Ian Rappaport in New England with Bill Belichick's job security, Mike Vrabel is out in Tennessee. He's available. You got to act. You got to make that move. Will Robert Kraft do it? How soon will he do it? We can debate. Uh, but I think it's all pointing in an obvious direction. And this was a big, big domino to fall today. Uh, as Arcan dropped in earlier, live odds out there on Bill Belichick and his next destination. The Falcons are third after the Patriots, two, And the Chargers at plus 200. At the top of that list. Bill or Vrabel
3: next year. Who do you want?
1: I already said it. Vrabel. Vrabel? Yeah. I Mega? said, look, look, I don't I don't want anyone with the stink of Belichick on them. But, you know, who's a who's got more stink of Belichick on them than Belichick, Arkan? Maybe whoever was on the other end of that ring camera. But I, I would say I would say the answer is, you know, Bill. So Vrabel. I would take Vrabel over Bill. I don't love it, but I'll take it. And out of the Bill candidates, he's the best one. Mego?
2: I would have to say Vrabel too. The only Thing I would say about this is I wouldn't I would be very underwhelmed by a Vrabel Bill O'Brien combination. Ugh, that's yeah, true. Yeah, it, it doesn't that just uh, it just feels like I don't know. I, I'm probably being really unfair to Bill O'Brien because I maybe my expectations were just too high for what he was gonna do with the offense going into this year. But when I hear that, I just go Oh no, the offense is going to suck again. Like, there's no way that I hear that combination just because Vrabel's such a defensive guy. And maybe it's not fair because he has taken mid tier at best quarterbacks and had winning seasons and playoff runs with his Titans teams. But I still think of that combination and I go, OK, well, if you're going to take Vrabel on, uh, maybe make a shift at the offensive coordinator yet again, because you're bringing in a new quarterback, most likely anyway.
1: Yeah. And to me, I, I think it's totally fair. You know, I was just talking in the hallway just now is it if Rabel were an offensive guy, wouldn't you feel better about it? Hell yeah, definitely. I would feel better about it, of course. And Mego, you're right. He's had some success with mid-tier quarterbacks. That was a few years ago. You know, I mean, Vrabel's coming off a six-win year this season. Like we read you the numbers yesterday. Ryan dropped him in. Bill Belichick and Mike Vrabel and uh, Arthur Smith—they all basically had the same record over the last three years. And so you can use that against Bill and say, "Well, look at where Bill is," but Vrabel's right there in that group too. That's kind of why
3: I think I might lean Bill if it's between Bill and Vrabel, and oh. not because I want Bill here, but because you fire him after a year instead of making a multi-year commitment to Vrabel, who's not anything special either. At the very least, you know you're moving on and you can get that guy you want. I don't want Vrabel like that's you, you don't know, like be...
2: Vrabel
1: as head coach. Yeah, I don't. Not on this team. Okay, no. but but now, again, now he's free. Like trading for Vrabel, I probably would have been with you. All right, I got to give up something or just keep Bill. For Vrabel, who I don't even love, maybe I'd keep Bill. But now that he's free, Arkans, I want Vrabel. Uh, You guys can jump in again. 617-779-7937. We're discussing Mike Vrabel, his future. Big domino as it relates to Bill Belichick. Ian Rappaport says, keep an eye on Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots after this move. We will be. Uh, And, of course, we'll get to your thoughts. You got it. Our big question of the day, up now at Jones and Mego, Would you be okay with Josh McDaniels returning to the Patriots in any capacity? Why are we asking this? Well, because Jeff Howe, who reported there will be multiple meetings between Belichick and Kraft, added that Bill Belichick will need to lay out a firm plan to dramatically improve the on-field product after the Patriots' worst record of Kraft's ownership, 4-13. and Parts of that plan may include a reunion with former Patriots offensive coordinator Josh McDaniels, who's considered a candidate to return, sources close to the situation said. Before we move on, huh? Like what? We've joked about this before. This would be part of what would save Bill's bacon? Mm. Josh McDa- Failed Josh McDaniels. Failed in Denver. Failed in Vegas. Couldn't even bring himself to take the job in Indy. Backed out of it with his tail tucked between his legs. Failed offensive coordinator with the Rams. Fail, fail, fail outside of working with Tom Brady. That, that's going to save Bill's job?
2: Ooh, ooh, good season with Mac Jones. Yeah, one. Good season with the rookie.
1: So now it's Bill and Mac, they're back with Josh McDaniels?
2: No, I don't want Mac, I don't want Bill. So I'll do respect. But Vrabel and McDaniels actually sounds better to me than Vrabel and O'Brien.
1: Oh, you want McDaniels with Vrabel too?
2: Yeah, maybe. Oh. I'm open to that. I'm open to that. That's an, That's a more interesting dynamic, especially because if you go get a rookie quarterback in the draft— then uh, McDaniels isn't going to have an opportunity to jump ship again after a year or two. He's going to have to stick around and develop that kid into his next contract. No one's hiring him. Yeah, him. Yeah, that's a great He's reason to bring him back in. here
1: for life. That's a great reason to bring him in. No one else wants him, so at least you have some runway with him. Like Matt that's a Jones- that good. By the reason. way, we all Matt said that Jones after the Colts was, thing. We Matt, Matt did.
2: Jones was a Pro Bowler with uh, Josh McDaniels, so oh, just look at that
1: Pro Bowl alternate. No, I'm sure they will You're have
2: JJ McCarthy and. Josh McDaniels.
1: Well, we're getting to Mac Jones later on this hour because, trust me, I think Mac knows he's done. Uh, or later on in the show, rather, next hour, uh, I think Mac knows he's done. If McDaniels comes he wants here, to I be think done.
3: that Mac might. St- I think they might try another year him. if oh. they bring McDaniels back.
1: Okay, uh, how continues? McDaniels and Belichick have remained close, and McDaniels has long been one of Kraft's favorite members of the organization. Again, time out. What does that say about Robert? He's a pariah throughout. He's unhirable throughout the league. He's one of Robert's favorites. Gross. If Kraft believes Belichick can rehire McDaniels to improve the offense, it's conceivable that could sway Kraft towards giving Belichick another season. This does not insinuate Kraft has reached his decision. Kraft has leaned towards parting with Belichick during the second half of the year. Sources close to the situation told The Athletic in December. However, sources haven't dismissed the possibility Kraft could change his mind. Great. If Belichick delivers a strong plan for his future, Hal uh, also adds that Belichick wants to continue coaching, which I don't think surprises anyone. So Bill's last-ditch effort is to bring back Josh McDaniels. And as Andrew Callahan adds, it wouldn't even be as an offensive coordinator. It would be in, like, an assistant head coach role. Which I feel like he's the worst at. At least he's a good coordinator and good with quarterbacks, or has been here. Mostly Tom Brady, but one year with Mac Jones. You're going to have him in a role that he's terrible at? As the assistant head coach or assistant to the head coach?
2: What happens to Joe Judge, then? He's gone. He's just gone?
1: Maybe. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if Bill would throw him out to the curb. Probably to save his own job, he would. But... Yeah, I mean, I don't know. He, he reassigned, goes to special teams, goes and coaches somewhere else. I have no idea. Who cares?
2: So my ranking so far of these scenarios goes like this. I think the best scenario out of all of these that we're discussing is Vrabel McDaniels. Mm-hmm. Then it goes Bill McDaniels. And I don't think that that's a great one. But I think that the worst one is the one that you just described where McDaniels just has some nebulous role where Bill
1: O'Brien's still coaching offense. He's
2: next to Bill in every single meeting and he's at practice all the time, but nobody really knows what he does. And maybe he's back channeling with one of the quarterbacks and everybody hates Bill O'Brien all of a sudden and it starts to get really weird. You know, that sounds like dysfunction to me. That sounds like a root of dysfunction.
1: Well, that's this team, uh, as we came to learn in the Boston Herald article from Andrew Callahan and Doug Kide. Uh, If you want to continue with dysfunction, that would probably be more of it. More factions, more schisms, more cracks within the coaching staff. If you want to invite that, Robert, go ahead. Or if you want to make the right move, just make an announcement. Make an announcement. Okay? Arthur Smith got fired on Sunday. Um, Rivera was fired yesterday. The Vrabel news came out today. Dominoes are falling. So what are you waiting for? And the text line is telling me to be patient. I, I don't know if you know this. I'm not a patient person. And I don't understand the point of being patient just for PR. I don't get that. 617-779-7937. Eddie's in the car. Get us started today, Eddie.
0: Hey, guys. How are you? Listen, anybody right now but Belichick, and I'd be happy with Vrabel. And at least, at least when Josh McDaniel was here, the offense scored points. At least he is a good offense coordinator. I could deal with that. But if they talk about bringing him back with Bill, it's like, please gag me, will you? I've had enough of this.
1: Well, that's what uh, apparently Bill, it sounds like that's Bill's pitch, right? Like, if I'm reading from Jeff Howe, that's Bill's pitch because he knows that Kraft likes... Keep me around, and I bet you I can get Josh McDaniels back. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I can, uh. talk- I can talk Josh McDaniels out of doing whatever he's doing. You know, getting ready to go coach, uh, coach high school football or something like that. Like, this is Bill's last-ditch plan, is Josh McDaniels, which... Brockton <laughs> <laughs> High.
4: Too soon. soon. <laughs> Too soon.
1: So, uh, when it comes to uh, McDaniels' Arcan. Like, I was a little shaken. I was a little shaken when I saw this news last night. I'm like, crap, McDaniels, this is, he's coming back? This opening. is what's going to happen?
2: Stop it.
1: But now I'm like, okay, this was no, just... I'm going for that, job. This tells you how desperate Bill is at the end. Like, this is how desperate of a flailing around plan it is, or just a save face plan or whatever, because Bill knows that McDaniels is toxic. Maybe Bill doesn't really want this, and it's a way to nudge Robert Kraft to make the decision that Bill wants, which is to go to Atlanta or go to the Chargers, or whatever he has in his back pocket. I don't know. But the more I think about it, after being shaken by McDaniels and seeing the Vrabel news today, just look at it and say, well, that was a desperate plan of flailing around and trying to either save your job or expedite your exit or whatever he was trying to accomplish. That's such a desperate, toxic name that if that was your plan, it was never going to work.
2: Uh, I'm going to go something that's slightly unrelated, but I'm, I've just been thinking about it since the Vrabel news broke, and I'm curious your because you're, you're very specific on the order of these things. Mm-hmm. If they hire Vrabel and then they are actually going outside the building to find a new GM, is that backwards to you? Does that matter no. to you? And think about Vrabel as somebody who did not get along with yeah, the GM correct. currently no, it's not in backwards. Nashville. And
1: we've talked about this before. I've said, I don't mind hiring a coach first and bringing in a GM with him. Like, I think you can hire the GM and then bring in the coach, but that feels like a really long process. Hire a coach who's going to sign off on a GM, you know? Hey, Mike, who who are a few names that you'd be willing to work with? We'll interview those guys. And I forget who tweeted it. Arkan, did I hear you reading this? Um, I forget who tweeted it, but I did see it. Maybe it was Phil. You're going to need a working relationship with this GM. And so to get a working relationship with Vrabel, I think you have to have Vrabel in there first. And I don't remember how did it end with him and John Robinson. Poorly, right? They they fought over AJ Brown, and he lost yeah. his job. And Vrabel won an initial power struggle, and then lost it with Rand Carthen, who came in in his place. So I don't think I don't think Robinson would be that guy. Maybe it's Ziggler, maybe it's somebody else I'm not thinking of. Adam Peters or somebody like that. Uh, Borgonzi in Kansas City. He played. Pioli. He played in Kansas City. Maybe it's Pioli, but like I think if you're bringing in Vrabel, you're hiring him first, and then you're bringing a GM who fits, who can do day to day personnel stuff. But Vrabel's going to have a lot of say. And I don't know if you like that model, Mego, but if you're going to Vrabel, I think that's what you're doing.
2: No, I'm just genuinely curious what you think because of when we've talked about, and I know it's not one-to-one, but we talked about the Red Sox situation and them having Cora and then bringing in a new, essentially, uh, GM. And so you look at this situation. Took a while to find one. Is that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, is that giving a lot of power over to Vrabel from the jump?
1: No, for sure it is. You know, but my, my take on Cora was more about not wanting him anymore. You know, like, this is not an incumbent. They'd both be coming in, in theory, in the same offseason. you got to hire one first. Uh, It was Mark Daniels, I think. If the Patriots turned to Vrabel, it would be interesting to see if he'd keep Bill O'Brien, who he has a relationship with, or bring in Arthur Smith. Oh, no, that's offensive coordinator. I read somebody about GM. It might have been Phil Perry. I'll find the tweet. But the point stands. You need to bring in somebody who Vrabel's going to want to work for, because the whole reason he's out in Tennessee is he and Rand Carthen are oil and water. As you said,
3: does this also maybe put to rest the idea that you can trade uh, Bill Belichick for anything? Because you would think that Mike Vrabel would have fetched something in the in a trade, and they ended up just firing him. So does that mean that uh, Belichick can't
1: get fired? Mego, you're the one who wants to wants to trade Bill and get something for him.
2: Um, I don't think it changes it. I think that was always on the table. It's just a matter of what your priorities are. Like if you just want to cut it quickly, you know, cut the cord and move on and start being swift in the decisions that you're making to rebuild in this off season. then of course you can fire Bell. And if you don't care about any, I guess, public relations repercussions or the f- fans I don't. getting pissed off over it, then of course you can fire Bell. I'm saying that I don't think that was ever off the table. Uh, it's just not what I would prefer, yeah. and it doesn't really change my mind about that. No,
1: but I get what Arcan's saying because
2: Vrabel to Belichick is not one to one in the way that they're seen across the entire league. I know but Vrabel couldn't get anything for
3: him. I mean, they couldn't, couldn't a get a six round pick, 7 nothing. So I
1: mean, if you can't get anything for Vrabel, what are you getting for Bill, mid or late round pick to Arcan's point? So to me, to me, it's not worth it. And is Bill going to play the game of getting traded somewhere if he doesn't want to go there? Like I don't, I don't think that's happening anyway. I haven't thought that's going to happen for a while. My, my idea was two years ago to trade Bill because you could have cashed in that ticket for a lot. And then again, last offseason, I said, look, he could have gotten more two years ago, but why do you cash it in right now? Going after the Patricia and Judge mess, going into last year, I said, trade him. Get something for him. Now you're probably not going to get anything for him. And I have maintained this for two-plus years. Kraft's worried about being known as the guy who moved on from Belichick and Brady. The only thing worse than moving on from both of them is getting nothing for both of them. He's going to get nothing for both of them, I think. You have nothing to show for those two.
2: I will just say, because I was curious about what you just brought up, Arkan, did you see the Diana Rossini tweet about the Titans and what they said their reason for... Um, firing Vrabel straight out. She tweeted, the Titans believe trading Vrabel was too complicated, would take too long per sources. They wanted to move on quickly. I was told Vrabel never asked ownership for a trade or asked out yeah. of Tennessee.
1: So what I would say to her is the same thing I'd say to Kraft. If Kraft comes out and says it's too complicated, what, did you just wake up today and try to figure it out? What else have you been doing? The, uh, Strunk, is that what's her name again? Yes. The owner? So like, what, what else have you been doing? What have you been doing? for Your team's been eliminated for months. What have you been doing? I'd say the same thing to Robert. Uh, Jared is in Providence. Go ahead, Jared.
0: Hey, what's up,
3: guys? I uh, I can care less who the coach is as long as we don't go after a quarterback. I don't think that that ever works out for anybody, and I think you get very, very lucky when you take a quarterback in the first round. I think maybe we would be better off going after Marvin Harrison Jr., getting some O-line, and go grab one of these quarterbacks who is, like popped up for one of these teams. Uh, uh, Browning, uh, Flacco, I mean, we're not trying to win a championship.
1: Like yeah, so I don't like any of those names. So erase those names because, Mego, you're making a face. Flacco, My God. Easton, Stick, Jake Browning. Those are, <laughs> what are you are, doing? Okay, so erase those you names. I just so, Stick Are you so
2: jersey. afraid of picking a quarterback in the first round that you want Joe Flacco and Browning?
1: Yeah, erase those names. Maybe Flacco I could be talked into. Let's Stop see what happens.
2: It. Maybe Flacco.
1: But Stickwell. Stick Team Feet Sammy. would never have you back if you said you wanted Joe Flacco. Stickwell. Who would never? I'm sorry. Team Feet, you're off team. Feet. <laughs> no, that's true. I can't. I, that's true. I can't. I can't show up at the next meeting of Team Feet if I'm if I'm pro Flacco. Sure Joe right. Flacco jersey. I renounce my Joe Flacco yeah, stance. Yeah. So when it comes to uh, the idea of tra- uh, drafting Harrison Arkan, you dropped in some numbers yesterday, and basically I'll, I'll, I'll streamline them. Since 01, there's been like two good quarterbacks who have come into the league. Yeah. One I'm was Brock like Purdy, and yeah. the other was C.J. Stroud. Now uh, Zeke made this point: there were a lot of good quarterbacks selected in 2020. Uh, so maybe this is a 2020 style draft, perhaps, but, um. But this is part of the reason why you want to go with Marvin Harrison over a quarterback.
3: Yeah, I just don't love these quarterbacks. I don't feel like this is 1983 or 2000 or one of those all-time great classes. And I think 2000 could end up or 2000, 2020 could end up challenging 83. And I know you know Jim Kelly, Marino, and Elway. It's going to be hard to ever top that. But Eason, it's yeah, and Eason of course. But I mean that's that's sort of that's what 2020 was closer to. And I think the last three years are more indicative of what it's usually like. And you know you had one guy that went uh, second overall, and you had one guy that went in the seventh round and 30 other guys who are all kind of schmeh or hurt or whatever or probably suck in the case of a lot of the 2023 guys. So, like, that's that's risky. I mean, it's a risk. It's one worth taking, I think, if you really love one of the quarterbacks, but I just don't love any of them. So I'd go with the receiver.
1: Yeah, so, look, I just think you can find receivers. Out, like when the caller's talking about some of the names he's talking about, or you're talking about finding a quarterback later in the draft, maybe Penix is falling after last night. I doubt he falls Would that far. Would you rather have
2: T. Higgins or Joe Flacco?
1: Higgins. Yeah, Higgins. What
2: are we? So what are we talking about? Yeah, I, like,
1: I, I just don't take those names seriously. Those aren't real names. Like Jake Browning is not your quarterback of the future. You might as well stick with Zappi. The brown note. Yeah. So like to me, like I'm just I'm not trying to go down that road. But I think it's a lot easier to find a receiver in the second, third, fourth round. Puka Nakua is one of the leading receivers in the NFL. He's a fifth round pick. Amon Ross, Saint Brown is a fourth round pick. AJ Brown, Debo, Sam, people love those guys. They're second round picks. So to me, I, I would take the quarterback there. But that's just how I feel about it. 617 779 7937 uh how do you feel about Mike Vrabel Can I
2: ask Arcane How name? do you
1: feel about Josh McDaniels coming back uh we can get into all that including our our uh big question up now at Jones and Meggo yes Meggo
2: So Arcane when you say that you want Marvin Harrison Jr with the number 2 pick is that you want to go to some kind of bridge situation or you just want to choose a quarterback lower in the draft
3: I'd go with one of the guys later on and if you need to you know trade up to get to him then fine but I wouldn't I wouldn't go nuts over Williams or, uh, or May. I just don't I don't really like Either one of them. And I think that, you know, in terms of who's a to me anyway, who's a who's a player that's going to really stand out in this draft, I think Harrison has more potential there.
1: Okay. So why not uh why not bring this back to what Bill said yesterday? We're talking about hypothetical hires. McDaniels potentially coming back. Uh maybe Vrabel would be coming in and Bill on the way out. Uh Curran had an interesting interpretation last night on early edition, I think it was, about Bill Belichick's comment and his ability to take a step back and work with a different personnel person. Kern, as I'm scrolling through X this morning, as these, these, these quotes are coming out, the overwhelming interpretation of that was, yeah, of course I give up my GM duties. I'm happy to do that. Is that how you
0: heard No, that? it's an absolutely wild interpretation of what Bill Belichick actually said. I'm open, despite him saying it in such a pleasant manner, what he said was, I'm open to listening to what we can decide collectively is acceptable to me to help our football team. Again, as Phil just pointed out, pointing out he is part of that. And then also spreading around the responsibility as if he's just a cog in the machine. Look, Do you think that Bill Belichick is going to sit there, and if they say you're going to not be able to do this, this, and this, Bill's just going to not? No, Bill, when he says collectively decide, he's going to have input in that decision. And there's going to be
1: things that he would not even consider doing, I'm sure. Okay, so that's the backdrop to all of this. This whole discussion was Bill dropping the contract comment out there yesterday, Oh yeah, I'd look at working with uh, somebody else in the front office. Whatever's best for the football look, team. Look, I'm for whatever um, you know. Collectively, we decide as an organization. Okay, so I-, I don't believe he'd do any of that. I think all of yeah. yesterday, all of yesterday was a leverage play. That's how we all felt. Now Vrabel's out, so the dominoes are tipping. How long until we get the news? We getting it today? Are we getting it tomorrow? Will Robert Kraft make the decision? Uh, you guys tell us. 617-779-7937, along with how you feel about Mike Frabel. He's a Tier 1 candidate being linked to the Patriots. He's been linked to the Patriots for months. He's now available. Do you want him? Would you move on from Bill to get him? Uh, you can jump in there along with the news that Josh McDaniels may be back. That was Bill's pitch. That's Bill trying to save his job, which really does feel like self-sabotage. Plus, we have some thoughts on a messy, messy Celtics ending last night. We'll get to it with all your phone calls next. Adam Jones... Ah! Okay. Megan Odellini. This is some s-
3: Christian Arcan. Hey, Adams has a boost that I kind of like. This is Jones and Mecco with Arcan on WEEI.
1: After review,
0: the backside defender, Buddy Hill, hits the ball. Therefore, the call on the floor has been overturned to what? a rut. That's not and the right. By Indiana when the whistle blew. That's the not right. Indiana's ball, their challenge That's is not successful. right. That's not right. They re- maintain their timeout, and they have one challenge remaining.
1: I think it's pretty clear how Brian Scalabrini felt about that. What? It's wrong. It's wrong. It's wrong. I will ask Scal about that tomorrow when he joins us here on Jones and Mega with Arkin. That's not right. <laughs> Makes his weekly appearance. Is it at what time are you on tomorrow, Scal? Is its is it 3.30? That's not right. Is it, oh, 4.30? Wait. What? No, four o'clock. Four o'clock is when he's on. I got gotcha. you,
2: Ryan. Is this Allison Chains?
1: Yes, it is. <sighs> not is a, this not is... a
2: band. There you go, Mister Mister who loves Allison Chains, and it's like the one band that we cannot agree on. Okay. I always just think of that song, "Hear the Rooster" that they play oh, at, yeah! at every freaking Patriots game. He ain't gonna die. Yeah, it's like, uh, you
1: know that song is about Danilo Gallinari.
2: <laughs> this is very, very, very So you're famously. saying you,
1: you want nothing but Alice in
0: Chains Yes, all, all, all
2: Alice in Chains like, rejoins. No, it's Loud one of clear. those bands where people love it, and the people who I like, I really... Sure do. I very much respect their opinions on music.
1: Mm-hmm. No, you sound like it.
2: I'm like, I just... I don't like it. I don't know. It just grates on me.
1: Okay, so you... And your feelings about Alice in Chains, very similar to Scal and the officials last night. That's
2: I, not right! I, I think the man has
1: a point. Like, I it should have the, they should have never overturned it. The call on the court was a foul. There was clear contact. Like, you know me. I'm not a big blame the refs guy. But like they they whiffed on that call. Is that why they lost? No. no. Do we need Jalen! Jalen Brown! Do we need Inspector Brown? <laughs> Inspector Jalen Brown. Encyclopedia Brown. We need. <laughs> We need an investigation? Yes. Jalen, that's what we need? A full-on investigation?
4: I think he obviously hit me in the head. I think uh, we definitely need to do some investigation. That's what I'm going to say. <laughs> okay. Um, I think that was the obvious one. Like, I never heard of head part of the ball. Um, it doesn't make any sense to me. And I asked him, I went up and asked. As they were like, did I get hit in the head? He looks me straight in the face. James, and he says, no. You didn't get hit in the head. And I'm like, okay. And then you come down and make on the other end, uh, like that costs our team a game, and you expect us not to be frustrated. You know what I mean? We're trying to build good habits. We're trying to win as many games as possible, and we just drop one because of that. You know, so I feel like we got the right to be upset, and the league should understand. You know, of course we're gonna say something about it after the game. You know, so I don't think it should be any fines, but I, I, I definitely think that one should be investigated.
1: Okay, should be investigated, but don't find me. The ref. No, no, no. The ref should be investigated.
4: I think he obviously hit me in the head. I think uh, <laughs> we definitely need to do some investigation. That's
1: all. The. Uh, what was the guy's name? Was it Mr. Claw? Dr. With Claw. Cat? Dr. Claw with the cat? He I'll went to get medical you school. Next
4: time, gadget.
1: Uh, yeah, they, do it again. I'll get you next time, gadget. <laughs> That's the ref on the other side. In- Investigator Jalen,
4: we definitely need to do some investigation.
1: So he want the man wants an investigation. Which fine, Ryan. You said this to me before the show. He's the highest paid player in the league. This is fu money. Just don't expect you're going to hold on sure, to short of saying fu. That's basically what he's we got doing. After that Wells in on this one? yeah, maybe. Uh, call, yeah, exactly. Call up Ted Wells. Uh, the uh, the call in Indiana in context. The non-call in Indiana in context. Start a website. So. <laughs> All I know, and we're not even going to play Joe Mazzula. The, the audio quality is just not good enough for air, but just know, Missoula pulled something. He's going to get fined too after the game. He can't wait till four o'clock today, which is not when Bill's getting fired, I don't think. Maybe that's what he was referencing. Uh, I think he was referencing the last two minute report. Go, which go comes Gadget, out, last two minutes report. Which comes out a little over uh, two hours from now, or over an hour from now, I should say. But Mego, I, I just, I hate this. It's like, all right, there's a bad call. Can you get a stop on the other side? Can you not foul? Matherin on the other side, can you not give up 44 points in the third quarter? Like, yeah, it was a bad call. That's why you lost now? The league needs to be investigated,
2: Jalen? They took a game from you? Let's investigate your third quarters. Let's investigate what the team's doing at halftime. (laughs) Because, honestly, 44 points to the freaking Pacers, who apparently you have to play every other week this season. Like, first of all, I'm done with Indiana Pacers games. But, yeah, do an investigation into... Whatever is in the Gatorade at halftime, because right now you're 20th in the league in your third quarter points and your third quarter margin is just point. I mean, it's just plus one. Like they are worse in the third quarter than every other contender in the league. Yeah. And so if you want to say it was the wrong call, I agree. It was the wrong call. But if you're going to bitch about something, I don't know. Be Drew Holiday, who sat up there and was like, yeah, it seems like we have a third quarter problem. It seems like that's something we need to fix. Just be straight up about it.
1: Okay, so we'll add this discussion and investigation. You want to investigate the league? Yeah, you, can you not wait for the last two minute report? Do we give the the Celtics a retroactive win? I know Ryan, you have over sixty seven wins this year. You're in favor of that, right? I I support this investigation
4: wholeheartedly. <laughs>
1: Makes sense. You got Not a, enough attention is being paid to this. You got a future on the Celtics? I uh, I understand. I have definitely some sympathy there. need to do there.
4: some investigation. Yeah. i say. No, say I it. agree.
1: I agree. Uh, as Arkan said, call up Ted Wells. Let's investigate the NBA over this. Uh, you can jump in on that. We'll add it to the discussion about Mike Vrabel. He's out in Tennessee. He's now available. Uh, what's Robert Kraft going to do with Bill Belichick? Does he have the stones to move on? Mike Vrabel's a quote-unquote home run hire, according to the Globe. He's a Tier 1 candidate, according to Adam Schefter. And let me get the wording right one more time here for me Ian Rappaport. Fair to say, keep an eye on New England and what's next for Bill Belichick. Uh, don't worry, we are. Uh, let's get back to some phone calls here. Scott's in Holyoke. Go ahead, Scott.
4: Yeah, um,
3: I'm just curious what you thought about the possibility that they would bring Vrabel in as the GM to work with Bill.
1: Uh, So how do we feel about Vrabel as a GM, period? Never mind. He's not going to come here and work with Bill. Uh, I don't know that I feel great about Vrabel as a GM. Now, if you want to stump for Vrabel and make a case for Vrabel, I think the the case you would point to is he wanted to keep A.J. Brown. He didn't want to let A.J. Brown go. The previous GM, John Robinson, is the one who traded him away, and Vrabel was adamant he didn't want to do that. So if that's the the, the case that you're making, and Vrabel's had some personnel say in Tennessee – but look at what they've done the last couple of years. They've been garbage. And so this is how he's gone. 2018, 9-7. 2019, 9-7. He went 11-5 in 2020. That's good. I think they won 12 games the next year. And then they've had losing seasons the last two. So he's trended downwards. And if you want to prop up his personnel decisions, then you got to look at where that team is at. They haven't had a quarterback. They don't have a quarterback. They I, still don't have a quarterback.
2: Yeah, I, I think especially for how dire your personnel situation is, I wouldn't take a risk in bringing in somebody mostly unproven like that. So
1: I, I wouldn't bring him yeah, in to be first th- time GM. Like no, thanks. I wouldn't bring him in to be the GM. But he's going to have personnel say, and that is part of the baggage that comes with Rabel, If that's who you want to bring in, uh, Bruce is in Danvers. Go ahead, Bruce. Yeah, you know,
0: I think I, I think it's a waste to get rid of Bill Belichick. He's the best. He's the best coach ever in football. And you don't lose co- coaches. Don't lose their ability when they become older, they they get better with age in most cases. Bruce, I think what Bruce, I,
1: Tom Landry didn't lose his ability? No. Marv, I don't, Marv, Levy, Marv Levy didn't lose his ability? Joe Gibbs! Joe Gibbs, good one. My no, no, I'll but just, no, no, but Bruce, I will let you finish. Just answer my question. You said coaches don't lose their ability. No, I
0: don't think he lost it. I, I think you lose the ability to draft people, and you lose the ability to get quality material because you're winning,
1: and that's the way it's set up in the NFL. Yeah, they're not winning. What? So they haven't won a playoff game in five years. Earth to Patriot. They haven't won a playoff game in five years. They've had losing seasons in three out of the last four. So wake up. Now maybe he hasn't lost it. Maybe he's still a really good coach. And I think people would prop up the defense as an example of that. Oh, their Great defense D- was coordinator. their defense was fine ish. They still lost to Tommy Cutlets and Brian Hoyer. And, uh, Sam Sam Howell, Sam, thank you, Sam Howell, Trevor Simeon. Like they still, those are quarterbacks that defense lost to this year. And they were all low scoring games. You can blame the offense more. I get it. But like, is Bill still a good coach? If he is, it's half of the football because they just have the worst offensive football. So to me, I just, I don't, I don't want to hear that coaches don't lose it. That's patently false. If you think Bill has it, fine. Maybe Bill still has it. I'll disagree with you. Also, your defense never had the equivalent of like a Riley Reif plan or a Calvin
3: Anderson plan. Your defense, year after year after year, gets taken care of Stop too. Pile. Whereas the offensive side of the ball gets neglected year after year after year. And whether it's the coach or the GM, it's one guy. And I'm not going to separate one guy's good decisions from his bad decisions okay. when he has final
1: say on everything. Okay. So if Rabel is free, he's out there and available. And I'll reiterate something Mego said earlier. Uh, according to Diana Rossini, the Titans. believe believe trading Vrabel was too complicated and would take too long. How does that apply to Bill? I don't think they're trading him. This is Arcan's observation earlier. If the Titans thought it would take too long to trade Vrabel, what do you think it's going to take to trade Bill? And how do these dominoes continue to fall? 617-779-7937. we we'll get in your feedback on this. We'll also get into Mac Jones, who uh, I'd agree with the Greg Hill Show. I heard them talking about this earlier today. Hey. Appears to be shooting his way out of town. I gotta be honest, I did not miss digging through the Mac Jones audio, but we'll do that with all your phone calls next.